Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. What a save! in with the glove. Unbelievable! McDavid, 500 points! Now we've got a wild scrum with fights breaking out all over the place. This is a little bit obscene in terms of what the Edmonton Oilers are doing on the power play. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins from your Edmonton Oilers. Evan Bouchard with a little snapshot from the right point. I'm James Neal. Start on this. Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers. This is the battle of Alberta we've been waiting for for three decades. Mike Smith, Leon Dreisettle. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. Unbelievable. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Connor McDavid wins the game for Edmonton. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Chad. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. The Evans Oilers coming off a effective 4-1 road performance last night against the uh, Vancouver Canucks, a team that is currently in a, a world of hurt to say the least. And um, 
The Oilers improving en route with that victory to 32-17-2. If they win tomorrow night at home against the Canucks, the Oilers secure second spot in the North Division. Of course, Edmonton's already in the playoffs. Lots to get to on today's edition of Oilers Now, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Hugh Porter and the staff at Digitex. Well, they can certainly remember when... Uh, 54 40 were in their prime, late 1980s, early 1990s. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Complete review of, uh, last night's encounter against the Vancouver Canucks. Some more thoughts on Tom Wilson. Will there be any retribution, uh, with the New York Rangers? We'll wait and have to see tonight because they're going to play again, Washington and the Rangers. Brian Lawton coming up. From the NHL Network at 12.35, David Staples, Cult of Hockey at 105, and at 135, NHL Insider, John Shannon. And you can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline. Here's how. You can call us at 780-496-0063, the River Cree Resort Casino. When the province returns to action, the River Cree Resort Casino has the action. Excitement bet on it. And you can text us at 780-496-0063 on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street, 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. I'm uh, working out of the uh, home office today, the city's southwest side over on the southeast side is Brendan Escott. Brendan, I'm going to throw you a curveball right out of the gate here. So, look, much has been made about what transpired a couple days ago with Tom Wilson involving Pavel Buchnevich as well as Artemi Panarin. Uh, I think the league blew it. They should have suspended him. I'm going to be asking uh, specifically Brian Lott and John Shannon. Now, Brian works for the league. John Shannon has worked for the league. Should there have been a suspension? But I've got another sort of point that I'd like to bring up here. And was it in, you know, should it have been incumbent upon the New York Rangers to have perhaps been a little bit more assertive in their response? And where I'm going to go with this is for a certain generation of people listening to the show right now, regardless of the level that you were playing at, if somebody went after one of your guys like that, there's going to be some other players that were probably going to attempt to do something. And I think there's a lot of guys driving around town in their 40s going, absolutely, I would have had no problem jumping them and trying to get a couple shots in. I remember when John Scott, as an example, uh, that preseason game of Toronto, and I think it was Devane, uh, Jamie Devane, who's still, as of a couple of years ago, was fighting in the American Hockey League at 6-6. He got in a fight with Corey Tropp off the faceoff and ended up dropping him and Tropp hit the back of his head on the ice. And then Scott basically challenged the Maple Leaf bench. And uh, a guy, Randy Carlisle, who's been known to upset a few guys during his time. Not everybody likes Randy Carlisle. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of coaches getting into it with players. But there was an exchange between Scott and uh, Carlisle. And, and John Scott told Randy Carlisle, I'm, after after that happened, I'm going to get who's ever coming on the ice next. Whoever you line up against me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump. And Carlisle sends out Phil Kessel. And, and Scott looked at Phil Kessel and said, you're getting it. So, of course, Kessel wound up and got the stick out to protect himself. And then everybody jumped on the ice and everybody dropped their gloves and, and away they went. Um, so the question I have for the listeners, and you can text us, and we will get to the Oilers because, uh, you know, it was a good game last night. But this is the number one story in hockey. And the two teams meet again, the Rangers and the Washington Capitals. Did the Rangers do enough? Should there have been some form of, um, in you know, <laughs> In-game retaliation, and, and maybe we've just moved past that to the point that, and I get it, 
you know, you're looking at Tom Wilson, a six foot four, two hundred and twenty five, two hundred and thirty pound forward. But rare is the time when uh, even a guy as big as that can take on two players. I remember when Stu, the Grim Reaper Grimson, was playing for the Blackhawks. He got into it against the Maple Leafs. And it was Dougie Gilmore that tackled Grimson to the ice and got him to the ice and took him on. Doug Gilmore, who was like five foot eight and 165 pounds soaking wet. So it's an interesting situation. Some have suggested, I know that Joffrey Lupul, a thing that was tweeted out yesterday by Joe Haggerty, uh, Lupul did a podcast and said, does it say something about the Rangers that there wasn't any response and uh, of the way they built their team? So, I, I, and some would say, well, Stoffer, you're blaming the victim. Not necessarily here. This is the, this is a sport where aggression and intimidation has been a part of it. We know it's coming. So what do you think, Brendan? Give me your give me your take on this. Should there have been some push from the Rangers there outside of the league, especially knowing that you can't trust the league to uh, always sort of rule in the way maybe we, most rational people think you should? What do you think? Yeah, I think Tom Wilson made an example out of the New York Rangers in that they didn't do anything. You know, he's flexing in the penalty box afterwards as if he, he owns the team. And so to me, that's like if I'm the Rangers, I am I am embarrassed frankly by the fact that nobody was able to answer that bell and you know I I have that John Scott audio on Tom Wilson if you want to get to it because he was talking about maybe having to bring up somebody if you aren't dressing somebody to deal with the problem like that and I know Bob that you made reference to that yesterday but the bottom line is I don't know if you're an NHL player who you believe you can trust if you can't even look down your own bench and figure there's going to be somebody to stick their neck on the line for you when something like that goes awry you know what is the gel of that team like moving forward have seen this incident play out all right this text comes in you got did you did you end up saving a little bit of that john scott audio and i'll read i got the whole thing for you if you want to let it go how long is it uh just under two minutes all right here we go we're gonna jump right in a little bit of an edit on the fly here uh, we will get to last night's game in the Oilers victory the Oilers uh, got games thursday and saturday at home against vancouver obviously there's lots of Oilers storylines to talk about evan bouchard looked terrific last night uh connor mcdavid leon dry settle mike smith continued his strong play all that stuff we'll get to in a second uh who do we need to courtesy for this by the way as we go into the Oilers now audio vault for direct uh workwear supporting local and canadian manufacturers in edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Brendan, who do you want me to credit, or who do you want to credit? Where do we get this from? <laughs> the best I can do is credit Reed Wilkins for pulling it yesterday. All right, uh, here I we go. Be- I believe he was, yeah, I'm not even sure, but here we go. I just finished up doing a great video talking about Tom Wilson, what his suspension should be, how it was a gutless move on his part, throwing around Panarin and punching Bushnevich in the face when he was on the ground in a prone position, just gutless, terrible hockey. I was saying how, you know much I used to respect Tom Wilson, he played plays the game the way I like it to be played. He's physical. He hits. He plays on the edge. That's what I love about him. And I I think he crossed the line this time. And then I just get the news that he could could find $5,000. Like, what what on earth is happening with the NHL right now? George Peros completely dropped not only the ball. He dropped everything. Dropped his drawers. Dropped everything. It It was a joke of a fine. And listen, I love this type of hockey. I think we all do, but what Tom did was just, you can't, there's no excuse for that. It's just, it's insane to me that he only got a $5,000 fine. He's a repeat offender. He, he's done this time in and time out. I don't know. I don't know if George has some kind of dog in this race. He wants Washington to, to win the cup. I, I honestly don't know. 
I have no words for it. It's insane to me that he gets a $5,000 fine. It really is incredible. What this means, though, is that it's fair game, baby, in any scrum. It's honestly fair game. If you go into a scrum anywhere on the ice and you see a star player... I'm throwing sucker punches. I'm grabbing this guy. I'm twisting ankles. I'm doing whatever I can because the worst thing that's going to happen to me is a $5,000 suspension because I can't see anybody doing more than what Tom Wilson did to Panarin. Honestly, I feel bad for Panarin. The guy comes in to help out his teammate just to kind of try to calm things down and Wilson jumps on his back. I know. Shame on you, NHL. You should have did something to protect the the Panarin. And then shame on Wilson, man. You got to know better. All right, that is uh, longtime NHL enforcer John Scott, who's perhaps most famous for the incident with Phil Kessel. And I mean, Phil Kessel went full bore Paul Bunyan and walked, you know, pulled out the stick and took like three solid shots at him. And the entire Leaf team on the ice jumped John Scott at that time. Like everybody piled in there, dropped their gloves the way they went. So I'm asking for your thoughts on this. Here we go. Uh, Brian says, as much as I love Ovi, I've never liked the Caps, maybe because my Penguins are the arch rival, but I hope the Rangers forget about the game tonight and just take out knees, headshots, et cetera, on the Caps. Uh, you're not the only one. Bob, who on the Rangers, uh, says Mark, uh, there's lots of other people that agree with the perspective Brian had there. Marcus Texas on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Who on the, uh, who on the uh, Rangers can take on Tom Wilson? They don't have anybody on their roster that's near the same level unless they call someone up for tonight's game. Uh, and again, we mentioned the fact that they had Mason Gertson, who had one of the most, remember Corey Grimm calling that fight uh, on the other station, uh, Mason Gertson and Mitch Moraz, and neither guy. It's rare when you see guys fight with that much anger, especially since they were former teammates. They were just hammering each other. Uh, uh, this text comes in. Remember Peros stargazing after hitting his head on the ice in a fight with Colton Ora. I always had the feeling that Peros got his position as a compensation from the National Hockey League. That one comes to us from Jay. I will, I will tell you, I've spoken to George on numerous occasions. I had a seven up with him in Chicago at the draft when the orders got Yamamoto. Uh, he's a good dude. He's a good guy. I'm stunned by the decision that came down a couple days ago. Uh, this one comes in. Wilson should have been suspended not only for his violence, but for his chest dumping in the penalty box. Does not bode well for the Oilers. Also, happy to hear the Oilers can now get vaccinated. Of course, there's some rule changes in that regard, and we'll have continuous updates throughout the course of the day. 1231, 2 o'clock today. Uh, Eileen Bell in the half hours, and then with the 632 afternoons with Jalen coming up. Another texter comes in saying, Bob, uh, good afternoon to uh, you and Brendan. The Rangers should have absolutely gone after Wilson or one of the cap stars. Rangers should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, Big Al says, Bob, there should have been a yard sale brawl. Everyone has to answer the bell for a stooge like Wilson. He is an embarrassment to the league, and the league embarrassed itself out. Uh, this text comes in saying the loophole take is accurate, but nevertheless a cop-out. A cop-out that lets the league off the hook for not dealing with the problem. Again, keep texting 780-496-0063. Uh, keep it coming, uh, but there you go. That's just a bit of a range of... Uh, where are we going in terms of the perspective? Uh, what we need tonight against the Caps is a beret elbow. That one comes to us from Reggie in RD. We talked yesterday about the mother of all elbows, a star player, Pavel Beret, defending himself against Shane Sherla after the Dallas Stars were playing hack-a-whack with uh, Pavel when Pavel was probably the most electrifying player in the world. 
you know, it's, it's interesting. The consensus was from, say, 92 to 2000, maybe the best player was either, certainly 92 to 96, 97, would have been Eric Lindros. Eventually, maybe late 90s, it would have been Peter Forsberg, but you have to consider Pavel Bure as well. And he landed the all-time defense mechanism. I'm going to protect myself. I'm going to do it myself. Kill shot on Shane Sherla. Like, that elbow today is a 20-game suspension. And if you're a Canucks fan, or if you didn't like Dallas at that time, it would have been perfect. Uh, Chris from Sylvan says, hey, Bob, maybe in the offseason an opportunity to move Zach Cassian to the Rangers. I like Cassian, but his drop-off in play over the last couple of years leads me to believe it's not going to be better. Let's get out of that contract and move on from Chris from Sylvan. I somehow have a feeling that if Zach Cassian gets back here, from his core injury, he may he may have a factor to play come playoff time with the way the game is positioned. Trenton says, Bob, the problem is the league made it clear that they'll suspend the hell out of you if you headhunt to retaliate. The league has said they want to police the game, not the players. The players have also been put in a no-win situation, and Peros has proven to be a complete failure as head of the Department of Player Safety. So there you go. That's that's a range. we got a lot to say. Uh, another texture says, Bob, in an article in The Athletic, great publication, by the way, uh, it was said that Tom Wilson, if he was a, f- a free agent, 30 teams in the NHL would want to sign him. I agree with that. I think there would be a lot of teams that would want to sign him. 12-21 in Edmonton. So here's the deal. We're talking Tom Wilson. It's a water cooler topic, except there's no more water coolers because everybody's working at home these days. And it's water cooler topic, and it's taking away, even on a show in Edmonton, it's taken away from a guy having an unbel- – think about it for a second. Connor McDavid is now averaging 1.82 points per game. He's having one of, error-adjusted-wise, one of the 10 greatest offensive seasons in NHL history. He is the third player in NHL history to have 30 goals, 90 points in his first 60 games. Only Wayne Gretzky and Mario Lemieux have done that. Connor has now, I believe, moved to fourth in all-time points per game. Okay, He's up to 1.4 points per game in his career. Only Wayne Gretzky, 1.92. Uh, 1.88 for Mario Lemieux. 1.50 for Mike Bossy, who, by the way, dealt with his own issues about the level of violence in hockey back in the uh, 1980s. Those are the only three guys ahead of Connor McDavid, and they played in a way higher scoring era. Uh, by the way, uh, McDavid has just moved past Bobby Orr. How good was he? 1.39 points per game. So we go back in the orders now, Audio Vault, for Direct Workwear, supporting local and Canadian manufacturers in Edmonton and online at directworkwear.com. Cam Moon with the call of the orders 4-1 win last night. For the second time in as many nights, it's the Oilers and the Canucks. It's two on one here. Here comes Hoaglander in over the line. He'll pass it right across, scores. Hoaglander makes the pass across. Get out of the way. And it gets jammed at the side of the net in. The whole sequence starts because Connor McDavid's trying to gain zone entry in the Vancouver end, and somehow the official clicks his skate, and the Canucks get the puck up the ice. to the net. Pass in front. Here's Yamamoto. Couldn't get it through. Back in the left corner. McDavid to dry settle. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl gets it past Demko and this game's tied at one. Dreisaitl with the puck right wing. To the middle to McDavid. Dreisaitl. Scores! 
scores! Leon Dreisaitl, the one-timer off the right wing. It's a power play goal, and the Oilers are up 2-1. to one. Hughes whips it across to Miller on the left to the middle. One-timer save made by Smith off a of Horvat. Pass over to Nurse. Down the left wing, gives it to Bouchard. He'll walk right in. He'll wait. He'll shoot. Scores! Evan Bouchard. Let it go from the point. He got it past Demko. Archibald in over the line. Waits. Passes. The shot. Scores! Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Darnell Nurse, he joined the rush, and Archibald found him, and the Oilers are up 4-1. Two more goals last night from Oilers defensemen. They're second in the NHL in goals uh, by D this season. Darnell Nurse up to 16. He's having an unbelievable year. I looked this up last night after the game, and it's crazy when you think about it. I know I've compared him at times. I'm saying Darnell Nurse is on the precipice of becoming the Larry Robinson of this era, and there's been pushback in that regard. Larry Robinson was a six foot three, aggressive left shot D that could skate, that was tough, that could back it up, and generated offense. He played on one of the greatest teams in the history of all time. I think he's got the highest plus minus in NHL history. Well, Darnell Nurse has got 16 goals in 51 games. Larry's career high was 19 goals. Larry played on the vaunted Canadians' first power play unit. The Oilers, after going two for three last night, are now number one again in the National Hockey League. It took them a while, but they've got the best power play in the league. Of course, they finished number one by a mile last year. They've got the number one power play in the league, and, and Darnell's not even on the first power play unit, and he's got 16 goals in 51 games. Um I mentioned at 22, they had the exact same numbers, Dreisaitl and Robinson. Oh, by the way, Darnell Nurse leads NHL defenseman plus 30. Oilers have something with Darnell, and uh, it's it's intriguing to watch. Evan Bouchard, strong performance last night. Lagason looked okay. Turris had some good moments. Here's Dave Tippett's assessment of the new faces in the lineup. Yeah, we're trying to get uh, you know as many guys in, just get them some time. I thought Bouchard was excellent tonight, played, uh, played very well for a guy that hasn't played for a while. Legison came in, played a real solid game. Uh, Tourists uh, put a lot of work in. He, uh, we tried him on the right wing tonight. He was uh, he was pretty good. So it. Uh, who else do we have in there? That's about it for tonight. But it uh, solid uh, solid outing by a lot of guys. Oilers win 4-1. Evan Bouchard got in, played power play, got some penalty killing time, spent over 20 minutes on the ice. He had this to say on the process of staying ready on the taxi squad. Uh, yeah, it's tough. Everyone kind of wants to play, but uh, you really have to take advantage of uh, what's given to you. And that was, uh, you know, a lot of practice time for me and a lot of time to uh, work on what I wanted to work on, you know, uh, specifically my skating and stuff like that. So I think it was uh, you know, good to take uh, advantage of that. And after last night's game, Leon Dreisaitl spoke about what it means to the Oilers uh, to get number 97, Connor McDavid, to 100 points in 56 games. He, he does so much for our team. Uh, he does so much for us uh, on a nightly basis that, um, you know, the least the least we can do is, is you know, help him out as much we, as we can. It might not be that important to him, uh, but 
it, it sure is important to us for him for him to to get to that point. Um, obviously, you don't want to overdo it and and you know kind of let 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 that get out of hand. But if there's uh, you know a two on one or whatever it is, obviously you're trying to bear down three on two, whatever it is, you're trying to get him a touch or, or whatever it is. So um, I think uh, you know our team really wants wants him to get it. There you go. That is Leon Drysaddle of the Edmonton Oilers. And that is the Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear. At uh, 12.52 today, 12.53, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. And again, our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Get your AC today with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. The top story is the return engagement between Washington and the Rangers. Will there be any fireworks? Uh, we talked about Mason Gertzen. He played yesterday. Uh, led to believe he's been dealing with a little bit of a, a minor nag over the last uh, uh, few games. But he's a legitimate tough guy. He is on an NHL deal. Uh, there's been no movement made so far by the Rangers organization. And uh, that is going to be a game that everybody, by the way, that's an NBC uh uh, broadcast on uh, NBC uh, uh, Sports down in the States. So that was a pre-scheduled broadcast. So there's going to be a lot of interest in that. And it's actually taken a bit away from, and maybe we're looking at this from an Edmonton-centric position, but what has been a brilliant campaign for Connor McDavid. I mean, it's, you know, when you're at 1.82 points per game, it's pretty good. All right, we're going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell uh, from the NHL Network, longtime NHL uh, player. Uh, top agent in the business was Octagon, former GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Brian Lawton coming up for, with, uh, for the Mattress Superstore after Eileen brings you a global news, weather, traffic update. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.